0: You have to act. This is really, when you're first starting out, is you have to act wherever you can. You can't be picky. You really have to act wherever you can and wherever you get a chance to act, and that might even be just in an audition room. This is something a teacher told me years ago, and he's right. Even if you're auditioning for something that you know you're never gonna get, or you might have read it and you might not even have liked it, but you know that you have to go, that if you get a chance to act in a room that somebody else has paid rent for, then you're given a free chance to to, uh, to practice your craft. And in that moment, you should act as well as you can because if you leave the room or the theater or wherever you are and you've acted as well as you can, there's no way that the people who have watched you will forget it. And that's that was something that somebody told me a long time ago, and I do think that's the only advice because it's, it's always about that. It's always about the work at the end of the day. Everybody knows that. If I show up to de- if I show up to work one day, and the work I'm doing isn't any good, I'm just a guy who's not acting well. <laughs> I mean, I'm a guy who's not acting well, you know. And that and you're just always back to that moment. You're always back to that moment where you have to act as well as you can. And I would say to anybody starting out, is like if you're given a chance to act, take those words and bring them alive. And if you do that, something will transpire ultimately.
1: Welcome to Doing It with Will Conlon. I'm Will Conlon. Opening the show, we heard a quote from the late, the great Mr. Philip Seymour Hoffman, whom I miss dearly. Not only a tragic loss to the acting world, but to the artistic community as a whole. And he gives great advice to new and upcoming actors, as well as actors who have been at it for a while, to just seize every opportunity you have to practice your craft and express yourselves creatively. I think it's great. I think it also applies to every form of art. Just whatever you can do to get yourself out there and do what you love to do. Get yourself out there. Enjoy yourself. Be creative. Just like he was. Fantastic man. I miss him. This is episode eight. I can't believe it's been eight episodes already actually. It's gone by really fast. And thanks to everybody who's listening, who's sticking by the show, checking it out. I hope you're getting something out of it. I've been hearing from some people who are, who are using it like as a real positive thing, like picking up their or keeping them inspired and now that's the whole reason to do it. That just feels so good to hear and uh, I can't take credit for it because I think it's the guests I have on. I have some pretty unbelievable people who have really opened up and that just brings the show to a whole new level and I can't thank all of them enough and I know I said that before. I'm going to keep saying it because it needs to be said over and over. I just finished shooting the show I've been talking about this week, wrapped it up and I already miss it. I miss everyone I got to work with. It was only a couple of days, but man, you get really close to people. I I guess it's the creative environment. It brings people together, especially the, the, the cast members that you work with. You know, you're sitting with them between takes. Sometimes it's like a half hour. Sometimes it's a couple hours and you get to know them and you have some laughs and you learn about them and hear about their experiences and what else they're doing. And you get close. I mean, I get, I get attached to people. I get attached to people pretty quickly actually. And it sucks. When you're done shooting and then you don't get to see these people every day, you know, or, or often. Um, so it was a nice treat when yesterday I had to go for a commercial audition and I walk in and there's one of the guys that I just worked with, Leo. He's sitting right there as I walk down the hall towards the audition area and he sees me and he's waving and he he points to his right. And I'm like, oh my God, why is he pointing to his right? Am I late? Am I late? Are they waiting for me? And I turn around the corner and there's the other guy that I worked with, Sean. And it was just, it was like a little reunion. We'd only seen each other a few days ago, but it's, again, it's like that thing where it's like, am I going to see these people again soon or is it going to be a long time? And then you see each other and you're like, oh man, and you know, I don't know. I guess it's just because you've come together, you've created something together and that really bonds people. And we sat and we talked for a few minutes after the audition and... And and what I love about that too is like we we were all three there for the exact same part, the exact same audition, and there's no like there's no competition there. There was just like oh man, it was so great working with you. I hope you get get it. I hope you get it. I hope we get to work together on it. Maybe they'll cast all of us. You know, it's just it's just great. I'm very very lucky in that sense to to get to work with the people I get to work with, and it's extraordinary. And we talked about we're going to keep in touch as much as we can. Maybe see each other again, very very soon. That's what it's all about. It's the community I love. It's just great. And uh, on the show today, I'm talking to someone who I got to meet about a year ago, Michael Mast. He's an actor as well and and same experience, you know, you meet these people you get to work with them and they're just so great. And Michael does an extraordinary thing that we're going to talk about in the interview for other actors. It helps them improve their craft, it keeps them sharp. It's called slate class. Uh, we will talk about it in the interview, and then I will mention more about it after the interview. So uh, why wait? Let's get right into the interview. So this is my talk with uh, actor and wonderful human being Michael Mask. How's the auditioning process for you? Has it been good this year? Has it? Been... It
2: hasn't been great, but this is my first year where I moved to Toronto too. So that's. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, I moved here last September, so now I've been here for a year. Yeah, where'd you ish, move from where'd Montreal? You... Oh, from Montreal. So auditioning in Montreal was going great, you know what I mean? Because it takes a while to get known by casting directors, and then they'll call you in, and then that's, you know, how it works. But Toronto, I signed with my agent, mm-hmm. and she's great, and she's nice, and, you know, things are going okay, but she said, you know, listen, it takes a while for the casting directors here to see you. Like, you know, don't expect to to be auditioning every week. So it's been a little slow, but uh, what can you do? Yeah. what's the
1: do you, What's the biggest difference you find between Montreal and – and Toronto in
2: terms of the acting vibe, or is there one? No, you know what? I would say there is a difference. Yeah. The difference is more people in Toronto... You will see people put like their feet into acting. Yeah. So maybe... Not that I'm saying there's not serious actors in Toronto. There's tons of serious actors. But I think because it is a big community, you'll get those people who are like, oh, I kind of want to act, or I might... You know what I mean? So you get a lot more people who you know, will try it out for a few months, and maybe... Just kind of, I don't want to say half asset or anything like that, but you know what I mean? Who aren't in it and probably won't be in it like, you know, a year or two down the line. Whereas in Montreal, I guess, because it's a smaller community, I guess those people get weeded out a little bit faster. So the actors are, are pretty much the people who have been doing it for a while. And if you start, you're probably sticking with it a while too. Toronto people are great. The actors here are great. I'm just saying that there's more people who will dabble in it than in Montreal because there's more work. I mean, you can almost afford to to dabble a bit.
1: Well, that's what's funny is because I've noticed that too. And I always thought that was just everywhere. I always thought that people just were like, oh, I want to try this out for a year and see if I like it. Or, you know, I'm thinking of giving this a shot. And it's funny when I started, how many people would come up to me, especially like family members or friends of family saying, oh, I was thinking of getting my daughter or my son into acting. What do I do about that? How do I, you know, I just thought it'd be nice for them to just, go and do commercials or try out for T V shows and stuff and I'm like and I I would get offended.
2: Yeah, like it's so easy. It's so simple. Yeah. What you do is nothing. That's, Let me
1: right. just... That's what it sounds you like. Know. So like, oh yeah, what yeah. I and, and not only that, but it's like there's a lot of people that take this really seriously. And I'm one of them. For sure. And I think the best thing for you to do is sit down with your son or daughter and see if this is something they want to do. First of all it's hard
2: and, and the rejection. All, I mean, listen, yeah. you can do a sport. I mean, it's fine. You win, you lose some. But, I, yeah. you know, what sport do you lose like 99% of the time and then 1% of the time you get it? Exactly. And that's, that's Unfortunately, that's acting. Yeah. It's and really even for p- the best people kind of things. That's, yeah, it's you know. going to
1: play on them. It's going to yeah. play, especially if it's young kids. Yeah. But and the, but then there are the other people that just flat out, it's not parents. Yeah, It's just people saying, you know, so how do you do
2: this? How do you get into it? I'm thinking of trying it for a year, and then if it doesn't work, I'm going to quit. Well, it's because everybody, that's the funny thing is everybody, when you watch people act, you always think, well, I could do that. I mean, you know, I could be scared. Like, we do that at home. We play around. So, I think people, when they see good acting, they think to themselves, well, I could do that. That's easy. But I think that's a good measure for, that you're watching somebody who's a good actor because it looks so natural and so easy. So, exactly. everybody kind of thinks it's, it's easy to do, but it's not. It's, Auditioning is the hard, like, you know what I mean? Going, it's the whole business around acting Mm -hmm. that is really trying and really difficult and really well i don't want to say difficult and trying because i don't want that's the other thing too is i find a lot of people who are either in creatives who are actors you know they're always like oh it's so hard it's so difficult my life is terrible like you know what i mean and it's like if you don't want to do it don't do it yeah so i don't know i feel like what you're doing is great here this is good because you know what? It's talking to creative people. It's seeing how they stay motivated. It's seeing what they do, and I think that's great because too often we get together and we just kind of have, have a bitching session kind of thing, you know? Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I think that's true. That's fair
2: to say just about every career,
1: but yeah, I guess that's the whole point is that we want to walk away from those conversations
2: feeling not depressed but inspired yeah. and we're doing what we love or we you know are you're supposed to be doing what you love so if you have that office job you hate and you know every day you sit with your coworkers and it's a bitching session well you know what are, what, what are we What's, supposed to say then we're yeah. like, you know this is what we love to do and we're still having it so yeah. yeah it's not i don't know i think
1: it's different though because when you're in an office job it's like do you really love that office job was that your passion for life I know for me, that's the difference. It's a it's a passion for oh, me. Oh, for sure. So, so I can handle the disappointment because I expect it. Yeah. It's something I love to do, so I'm just going to keep keep going with it. So you found the people in Montreal took it more seriously. Is yeah. that fair to less say? Less
2: dabblers. That's what I would say. Is There's less dabblers in Montreal. There's still, of course there is. I mean, I'm sure. not going to say there's none. But, you know, you fairly you get in, you get out quicker in Montreal, and I see the people in Toronto kind of Hovering. waft a little bit. And I mean, it's a generalization, but, you know, you asked how no that's no, no. the difference i guess you know you get people who are you know 100 percent acting is their their number one job you know everything is revolved around acting and then you get people who maybe you know are are testing the waters and see that but it's good it's good to work with you know seasoned professionals and people who are just starting who are not sure because we we were kind of at that spot too once in our lives right and no, we totally. just st- stayed the path like you know so
1: well i mean you definitely want to dip your toes in and see if this is for you because yeah. it's not it's it's fair i think yeah. it's fair to to experiment but it's like go 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 be in a play go and be community theater yeah. or something like that Test see the water, if you yeah. like the acting thing in general and if you do then yeah go for it yeah. but um but the way to dabble is not to uh so, how do I find an agent <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah that's a you're you're going at it the hard way, not even the wrong well, way, just the hard that's way that's
2: the other thing too, and then you know I went to um one of these conversations with the casting director recently, you know they were hosting one, and there's a bunch of actors there, and they asked her they said you know you know, will you see new actors? Like, how did? That's the number one thing. And a lot of people come to Toronto from Montreal, from uh, Calgary, from Vancouver, from all these cities, and they come to Toronto because that's where the most work is. Mm-hmm. So the the question is, is you know, will you see new people, or how do I get you know, how do I become known to you? And they say, yeah, we see new people, but you know, I'm not going to see you in a director session. I'm not going to see you like you know, I'll see you kind of on my time, slowly. I'll take one or two new people. And, you know, if there's a lot of people who aren't ready to be in front of the casting director and those people are going for the the bigger parts, then I could understand, too, why a casting director would be, you know, apprehensive about just sure. letting anybody in. You know, they have a job, too. They have to, you know, they have to do a good job and they have to look like professionals in front of directors they can't just bring anybody in so if there's a lot of people who aren't necessarily ready to take that step in front of a casting director then can put a bad taste it in could their put, mouth exactly and then the people who have been doing this a while who are like well i'm new come see me she's like yeah well i saw the new guy last week and you know boy he wasn't ready you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <so. laughs> um, how long have you been acting at it? <sighs> say, you know I, from the first ever acting class i ever took probably i don't know eight years Eight years, nice. Eight years, yeah. So uh, it started in Montreal, but I always wanted to be an actor. Even when I was a little kid, like we had our, our yearbooks in grade school, and everybody was putting all these kind of professions that, like, you know, no one's ever going to, like, you know, like yeah. hockey player, and like, you know, baseball player, and, you know, astronaut. And, and I put were... actor, and they were probably like, yeah, that's just uh... another one. And I'm still doing it. So that's kind of like a, a sense of pride, or I don't know if it's just. No, that's great. Yeah.
1: That's great, though. So yeah. that's what you always wanted
2: to do. Always, yeah. What, what was
1: the attraction to it initially? Do you remember? <sighs>
2: remember i mean it just seemed like i don't i would love i would watch like a show like law and order and then i'd say oh you know what i want to be a lawyer that's what i want to be i want to be a lawyer look at the, the 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 defense counter, or whatever it'd be or i'd watch a cop show or a doctor show and say no no i want to be a doctor mm-hmm. but then i'm realizing that i don't want to be any of these people i want to be the person who brings these characters to life who who gets to i don't know it's just Yeah, you want to be all of them. You want to be all of them and it's just something in you that, you know, like they say, if you could do anything besides acting, you should do that because it's too difficult. So it's just every time I'm kind of like, well you know, what else could I do maybe? It's just, it's just, it's always been acting. It'll always be acting. People were telling you that, explain. that like
1: not to pursue it because it's too difficult?
2: Or... Well, yeah. Well, I think every actor at least has some people in their life. Even if you have the biggest cheerleader behind you, you still have some people who at some point in your life will be like, you know, when are you going to get a real job? Like, let's, <laughs> let's I mean, be honest here. Yeah, know? it's
1: definitely everyone's got somebody yeah. telling them. But I mean, were they important people in your life? Like, were your parents cool with it? And they were. Siblings? Do you have siblings? <laughs> yeah, in?
2: I do, but... You know, they're, like, they're lukewarm, let's... Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if I have a play, for sure, they'll be the first ones. Oh, great job. This is great. You know, or or if I'm on an episode of TV or whatever it is, you know, we'll sit around, we'll watch it all together, and I'll get congratulated, for sure. But when it's, you know, quiet or slow, it's like, well why don't you look for a real job, you know? Yeah, Something yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's, it's supportive, but not, you know, you have to follow your dreams, and no matter what happens, just, you know, keep going. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so how do they define... Uh... <laughs> a dry spell like are we talking like after like a couple weeks they're like no a couple of weeks jesus christ (laughs) i would be getting
2: a call every day no i I mean it'd be like after a few months probably yeah yeah you know and when i when i came to toronto it was kind of like well you know are you gonna because i came to toronto once before because like i said actors like Toronto's the mecca i guess of canada i guess it's a little bit of la yeah. yeah so you come here and uh, I came to Toronto once before in 2009 for like six months, mm-hmm. and I kind of was like I wasn't ready. So you know when you talk about those actors who aren't ready, mm-hmm. not necessarily that I wasn't ready. You know, I don't know my ability. Who know? Who know like you know what I mean? I, I think I'm a, a good actor, so I think I was doing fine there. But it was more just living by myself and just taking care of that and finding a way to pay the bills and to to do the acting. And uh, it was a rough six months. I mean. How did you pay the bills? What did you do? I worked at Tim Hortons. Yeah? And it was it, it's it was a little... Listen, I don't want to... You know, people work in the service industry. That's great. And, you know, nothing against people who work at Tim Hortons. But, you know, I was probably around 25 at that point. I had my degree. And, you know, so then my parents are like, you went to Toronto to work in Tim Hortons. I'm like, no, no, I went to Toronto to be an actor. And then they're like, yeah, but you're working at Tim Hortons. So, like, you know... Okay, isn't it funny, well, though? Like, they, they, you know, even
1: parents sometimes are just like... You know, you, you got a degree. You, what was your degree in? It was, it was in, in political science. It was Oh, you got a degree yeah. in political science. All right. So did they think that you were going to go
2: to Toronto and find a, something? No, in that no, 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 no. They weren't well, under or... any false impression. They knew okay. that I was going to act. Yeah. But, you know, were they They were lukewarm supportive, let's say. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. Was, They were supportive, but in the back of their minds, I knew it was kind of like... Does you, do you, does that ever hit you? Do you ever feel that way? Like you're th- you're thinking
1: you're working at Tim Hortons and you're thinking I got a degree in political science, I'm trying to be an actor and I'm serving donuts.
2: Well, I think we all do. I think like if you said you don't at some point stop and think that you'd be lying as an like you know what I mean. It's yeah. It's not always easy, and you got to do stuff to pay the bills. But I I don't know. I'm trying to have a whole new mindset lately Mm -hmm, around this. Like, I heard this one thing, and it was was great. And I'm trying to follow that lately, and it's this thing called the Tetris Effect. Have you heard of the Tetris Effect? No. Okay, I'm going to tell you about the Tetris Effect, okay? What they did is they locked a bunch of people, some Harvard scientist. They locked a bunch of people in a room, and they made them play Tetris for, like, 14 hours a day. These people, for a week, they just played Tetris 14 hours a day. All they did was play Tetris. And then what happened was they followed them after the week was done. And they said, it's the weirdest thing, you know, like ah, I would go to the grocery store and I'd see all the products. And then in my mind, I'd be rearranging them like, te- you know, and yeah. then they're like, or, or I'd go and I'd see buildings and I'm just, you know, I'm flipping them around to fit in Tetris. And so for like a good week or two after, all they were thinking about and, you know, they were, they, they kept thinking about Tetris. So they use that principle to say that. If you concentrate on something, if you if you put you know your your attention to it and you you really focus on stuff for a long period of time, then your mind changes. So it sounds like a little hippy dippy, and when I first heard it, I'm like, well, is this, you know, what, what is this? But it's true, you know. If you focus, if you're always bitching with your friends about, oh, I didn't get a role, or I don't have any auditions, or this one, then then you're kind of just focusing on the negative, and then you look for the negative in everything. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, oh, you know, it went well. I have this audition next week. You know, I I'm doing this great scene. I'm doing, you know, and I met this person who maybe this will help with my. And you look at the positive, then just all around the positive stuff seems to appear as opposed to the negative stuff. Right. So that's that's where I'm kind of. That's very cool. And then the makes, Tetris effect.
1: I believe it because <laughs> yeah, this is true. Years ago, when Guitar Hero was big, yeah. I would play it all <laughs> fucking day, and then. Every time I would listen to music, I would see yellow, green, blue, blue, yellow, green, blue, blue. Yeah, like, so you know? exactly. They so, and I'm serious. That would happen. I'm like, oh my God, I'm playing way too much fucking Guitar Hero. So but, there we go. No, that's that's amazing. So are you able to do... Have you been able to do that? I've it's, been
2: able to do it, you know, to to a certain degree. Yeah. So it's good. Like, And it, it's kind of like that, I don't know, the way you stay motivated too, it's... it's I don't know, looking for the positive and just not letting yourself get that. Because there's so much about everything in every career. Like we said, you know, an office job. You could sit around and you could just be miserable. Every job. Like, that's the other thing is I see people in their 50s, 60s. And they're like, you know, I just, I spent my whole career kind of working in the office. And now I'm like, you know, it's time for me and I want to do this. So whenever I feel down and I'm like, you know, it, it, I'm not maybe in my 50s or 60s yet, you know, and, and where I pursued a, a, a different career that didn't make me happy. So I kind of look and say, well, you know, you're doing something right, Mike, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't, you know, because it could be the reverse, you could be sitting around saying, Oh, God, I don't have a good job now. And I'm not making any money. And I can't go on vacation. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, you could be saying, Yeah, I couldn't go on vacation, I have all this money, but I hate everything I do. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get to 50, 60 years old and just be looking at it the other way around. You know what I mean? So, well, yeah, it's If all, that makes sense. I don't know if that makes it sense. It does make yeah. sense
1: because it's all a matter of perspective. That's yeah. what we're talking about. It's all perspective. You either see negative in everything yeah. or you see positive in everything. And a lot of people, you know, they talk about the secrets and saying you're going to draw good yeah. stuff into your life. All you need to do is sit there and think about it. And I'm like, no, you don't understand that. That's not what... You the, know, secret that's no, not you the secret is, no, like, you, you need to work for it. You have to yeah. work for it. But the point is, is that if you only see negative all the time, yeah. that when the positive presents itself to you, you're not going to see it as a positive. You're going to sure. see it as a negative. And oh, how, sounds like so much work to do that. Or, oh, that's so yeah. much trouble. Or that's going to cost me money. Or, or,
2: or it sounds like it's just too hard. And how often do we, when the positive does happen we just brush it off and it's like, Oh, well, yeah. yeah, but you book that part like three. Yeah. But that part wasn't the part I wanted. Exactly. This is the part I wanted that exactly. I think, you know, we always focus on the negative. So it's so easy to brush the positive aside. So just try and focus on that a little bit more. Did you used to be
1: do that a lot? Did you focus on the negative? So now you're, you, you've, you've been trying to find, cause I, I know I'm, I've been like that a lot yeah. in life where I, I catch myself and sometimes, unfortunately it's been like, wow, You've been thinking this way for months. It's not like I caught myself mm. after 5 minutes or something like it's like wow, I just realized how negative I've been for months. Yeah.
2: Are you like that or do you just sort of it's I a few minutes and I you go oh no no I need self-aware. to like if I'm thinking of like, you know, the last 10 years or something. I don't know if I'm I'm always that self-aware where I'm like, oh, you're being really negative, Michael. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But I do find myself, you know, you get into, like, my rule is, like, if, like, let's say you have, I don't know, something horrible, you have a horrible audition, or you have, you know, something bad happens, whatever, it's like, I'll give myself the day after to kind of feel down, to kind of feel shitty, you know, to kind of be like, oh, that sucked, and, you know, and, and I won't put too much pressure on myself, but the next day after that, it always has to be, well, okay, move forward, what's the next like, you know what I mean? Okay, mm. that didn't work, so let's move to the next thing. That's great. So yeah. you just keep moving forward. That's yeah, awesome. You have to. Like, yeah, you yeah. definitely have to. And give yourself a de- give yourself a little bit of time. Like everybody's allowed to feel shitty once in a while. You yeah. know, You 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 did horrible. You didn't book something. You really thought you were going to book it. You know, feel shitty for a little bit. But the, I guess just don't stay that way. Yeah. Don't let it linger.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. So, poli- what what made you get a degree in political science?
2: It was easy. It was just it was it's it's such a general catch all kind of like. A, if I'm like, well, I'm gonna go into, and it was it wasn't hard to get into. I didn't have amazing grades either, but I figured if I went into psychology, well, it's, you know, you're gonna be a psychologist, you mm-hmm. know, or if you go into engineering, you're gonna be an engineer. People go into political science, and it's like. None of them become like be, that was the question. They're always like, "Oh, so what are you going to become, prime minister?" And it's like, no, it's like there's tons of people in political science who just don't political know what they're doing. Is a bullshit course.
1: I'm just going to take it because I know I'm not going to get a job. i don't have
2: to be an actor. <laughs>
1: exactly. You were trying to find the one career where you could say to to your parents and everybody's like, "I'm taking political science." Oh, gee, shouldn't you be an actor? <laughs> That's it. Well, well, I guess if you really think so, fine. <laughs> Well, that's that's
2: interesting. I've never heard of that strategy before. Yeah, no. Just take the one thing they the easiest thing that you could get into that's really general, I guess. But there's still applications for that because you can use that cuz you're a writer as well. Yeah. And, and there's so... tons. Listen, I love political science in the aspect of thinking that whenever there's a group of people, there's politics happening, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're you're there's 10 people around, 10 actors, 10 doctors, 10 lawyers, whatever it is, there is politics you know like i love survivor like you know what i mean and that's kind of yeah yeah that's so so that aspect of it uh, just watching how people work together yeah yeah and seeing who what the hierarchy is and who becomes the leader and who's the follower. are you that guy
1: that will do that if if you're in a group of people or at a party or something you're sitting in the back and just people watching you're just kind of watching how it all goes i
2: i like i prefer if i'm talking to somebody i prefer i don't know maybe people would would say no but i would prefer to listen to other people than to speak Maybe people are like, that's bullshit, Michael. You love to talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which, <laughs> But I, I think it's more interesting to listen to other people, generally. Yeah. Unless they're going on about their violinist friend. And...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you ever get that, though? Where it just, you're listening to someone ramble on and on about like, nothing? Okay, this,
2: could, this is the part to stop. Because
1: you, you don't seem like the type of person uh, that's just going to lose
2: it on someone. No, but, no. I'll never lose it. But yeah. the, the wheels in my head will be like, okay. You could stop now. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm so what, editing them. Yeah. So how do you how do you get out of a conversation like that if someone's going and rambling on and on? I don't know. You know what? Do I, you have a technique? I have. I, I I don't know if I could tell you a technique that I could pass on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like there's a way you could say, oh well, maybe you should try something like this. And you know what 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 was done was great. It was amazing. But let's try this. And then there's an, another person will say that, and it will come off almost a little.
0: Yeah. You know what I, I know mean. What
2: you mean. I had a friend of mine tell me the other day
1: that he was listening to the podcast, okay. and, and he knew about some other things I've been doing, and yep. he said to me, I'm proud of you. Okay. And it offended me. And, <laughs> well, because there's a small group of people that can say that to me. My yeah. mom, my grandparents... Yeah. i say my dad but my dad wouldn't say that to me <laughs> um no but my, my my parents and my grandparents and that's maybe my aunts and uncles okay. that's about yeah, it yeah, yeah. but beyond that i'm yeah. proud of you is kind of it's 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 almost it condescending it in a way but isn't but there a way people i know he say didn't mean it that way too
2: yeah so you know he didn't mean it that i way. know he didn't mean it that way it's just but that's just me it's just a weird thing to yeah. hear from someone yeah <laughs> So but. that's if you say, like, how do you get out of a conversation? I think if you're just that person who's naturally able to be like, so, anyways, let's do, you know, I don't know, you oh, can just yeah, have yeah, a, yeah. a good segue into, I yeah. don't know, something else. Then that Ellen DeGeneres it works. bit where she, <laughs> she says uh,
1: a great way to get out of talking, like, if someone's mm-hmm. going on and on, is just to say, have you seen Gloria Estefan's hair lately? <laughs> And so then at the end, she has this brilliant piece where she's talking to God and she's apologizing about the state of the world and why people are racist and why they're homophobic and why they why they treat people the way they do and why we treat the planet the way we do. And she ends it. God says to her, "Have you seen Gloria? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. I love it." Beautiful. So, Slate class. Yeah. Something that you do that you're passionate about. How did that... First of all, before we talk about what exactly slate class is, yeah. tell me how this idea germinated in your brain. Germinated.
2: Yes. Um, well, when I came to Toronto, I said, you know what? My goal, too, would be to just meet people. To work. Like, I was new to Toronto. I didn't know I knew maybe two people here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was looking at acting classes, and I said, you know what? I'll get in acting classes because, you know, it's a good way to meet people. It's a good way to to keep sharp and all that. But just looking at them, every class is like $400 a month minimum, right? You know what I mean? So it's, and it's not that they're not good. I mean, you know, if I I could afford it, I guess I would take it and it would be great. And I know when you take these acting classes, there's actors of all levels. There's people who are starting out. There's people who've been there longer. And it's some people it's to learn acting and some people it's just to keep sharp. And I said, you know, there has to be a a cheaper way to do this or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't just have a group of people and everybody's spending all this money. And, you know, if you're an actor, you've been acting for 10 years or whatever amount of time, to keep spending that money, it's it's hard. It's so brutal. It, and it's, it is and brutal. And it doesn't make sense because no. if you're a dancer or you're a singer or you're a painter or whatever you are, a writer, there's a way to practice your craft or your art mm-hmm. and not spend. Let's say you're a dancer. There's like those dance classes that you could drop in for 20 bucks. So that was kind of the how do we do this with it? actors because a lot of people just need to keep sharp and need yeah. to network and need to meet people and need to have that so that was the, the it's, idea it's funny it. how
1: too like agents casting directors everybody they will tell you go to take an acting class you need to take acting classes yeah. it's not that i think you're a bad actor it's just it's good for your resume
2: or like it's good for your resume but then you do that once and then you know two years if you haven't acted in two years not that you know hopefully you're getting little gigs on the side or you're auditioning or stuff like that. But if you haven't really... You know, when you're in acting class, that's a chance to, to do a, a, a real scene too. It's a chance to to take a, an Oscar movie performance and, you know... Make it your own. Make it your own. But when you're doing these little auditions, you know... You yeah, know, where you got Waitress one number one, it's like, you know, yeah. it's not the, the time where you could really flex your acting muscle. So that's... You know, you take these classes too for yourself just to feel good. Like after a class, I'd feel... Oh, that was great. You know, I had a chance to act. You had a chance to do what you love to do.
1: So that's why you started... So
2: that's why I said, you know what? I'm going to start something that's like an acting class. And Mm -hmm. listen, I said, the other thing, too, is I like to watch footage. That that was always one draw to me, too, when you take... You know, there's all different classes, right? There's there's tons of different stuff. But an on-camera class, too, that you could kind of review. And you're getting that practice. And what's really important for actors, too is to be in front of that camera, to feel those lights and that heat. Because you know what? It's a different feeling. And even myself, like, I don't always do a scene. But when I do, you know, you switch around and you go to the other side and you're like, you were so calm and relaxed. And then when you're there, those few seconds before, you're like, oh shit, you know, like the pressure's (laughs) on. And you don't want that feeling just in an audition. You want to kind of get used to that so that when you do audition... You're kind of used to it and you're a little bit more at ease when you're you're hitting that mark and you're standing right in front of the camera and it's go time you know like so that was that's the idea behind it yeah it Is and so you started it how long have you been doing now <clears throat> oh, what six months or so it's been since february wow yeah okay and it's only grown it's that's the that's the amazing thing oh is it's that, hugely popular yeah and i love that's that that's like a nice feeling of I don't know, you know, it Community. feels good when people are like, you know, like, oh, my friend said this is, uh, you know, they, they really recommended it, they said this is great, and it really, I don't know, it uh, sounds corny, but it feels good, it feels, you know, well, you vind- s- I don't know, what's the word? It It's fulfilling. Fulfilling, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and
1: it's, it, that's, it's amazing, it's a selfless thing that you're doing. You're oh, doing- <laughs> it, it is. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're charging for. it. You know, <laughs> no, I'm not I'm Mother Teresa here. Well, come on. No, but it is. I, I mean, myself. it's a selfless yeah. thing for the your fellow acting community. Yeah. I think it's 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 phenomenal. This is. I think I said to you why I wanted to have you on earlier yeah. in the podcast is because I want actors that might be listening to this to know about this. Yeah. You certainly don't need the help to get people because. Well, when it first started out, you were doing it. Was it once a week or
2: once a week? Okay. and there was like you know like three people or four people yeah and i was lucky to get those three four people yeah but then you, you know those s- three four people told the other three four people and yeah and, and now
1: i mean uh, a couple weeks ago you had to do two in one yeah, week because we've been doing t-
2: there's so many yeah wednesdays and thursdays we've been doing it and there's just oh so is that a full-time thing now no it's Wednesday? not full because the studio okay i booked wednesdays at the beginning of the year i was able to book one day you know at the beginning and then i would you know see where it went from there i didn't want to commit to too much yeah too soon so i said that's fine so now there's only a few thursdays that were available at the studio okay so then some of them i took and then we do you know weeks where we did two two sessions that's the thing is i don't like to call it a class necessarily when people like write and they're like you know oh it's it's a class i'm like it's not a class because there's not really a teacher like we kind of work together and I don't know, it's just, it's a nice, but you've been, I mean, you went, Yeah, with, I, I love at it. the beginning, you've been, you've been not too long ago, it's, it's a good environment, and it's actors working with actors, and, 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 exactly. and what I like too, by yeah. the way, is you send out a scene, yeah,
1: uh, from stuff that's current,
2: exactly, well, stuff that's shooting, shows that are shooting, in, but nothing that's not out yet, it has to be something that's aired on television, yeah, so that, you know, we're not, yeah. spoiler alerts or anything. But yeah, it's it's from the shows in Toronto, the series, even Movies of the Week or whatnot that filmed in Toronto yes. recently. And it's practicing. And then people, you kind of learn too, you know, if you have an audition for a Murdoch Mysteries, then you're like, oh, well, what's Murdoch You know, oh, now I know kind of the characters. Now I know kind of the feel of it. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're doing something to educate yourself on the stuff that films here as well while you're doing yeah. acting practice.
1: Because you tape it.
2: Yeah. We film, is, we film the auditions. You yeah. film
1: the auditions. And you do it about, I find it's usually an average of, of three to five times. Yeah, it depends. I mean, some
2: actor, it. you know what I
1: mean? Sometimes you're feeling it. Sometimes you could hit out. You know what? It's such a safe environment. Everyone yeah. gives great critiques. Yeah. You know, there's there's no, I wouldn't even say there's ever criticism. It's
2: just. No, it's just. It's just you try, maybe try this. Yeah. Maybe let's try But what I on. like
1: is when someone does their scene and they nail it on the first take. Oh, yeah. Like, just nail it you always you tell them that yeah that you know, was great it was perfect that's definitely the one yeah but try it this way just for fun for sure because that's one big part of acting you oh, have to be prepared sure. if a director throws something and at
2: you. that's the mentality behind yeah. it is if you come in and you do a smart you just knock it out of the park it's great we're all sitting there we're watching and we're like, well i don't even know how i could you know even you know sometimes there's a moment you could say oh but that moment you know did you miss it or what was that but when it's just, it's it's perfect, then you just say, okay, well, let's play. Because like, that's what a director will probably do. I mean, I've been on auditions where the director's there, you do a great job, and then he's like, he could throw something totally out of left field just to see if you could adapt. It's not even anything that necessarily even makes sense sometimes. Yeah. And he'll throw it at you, and if you could do it, then you're, you're aces, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I've never seen uh,
2: a slate class where you've done a scene, though. Do you... I do them from time to time, but th- this is the thing. This is the mentality, too, I guess, is that I find why I send out scenes. Like, I could do it where it's like, oh, bring your own stuff, and we'll we'll film it. It, it would be a lot less work because that's a huge chunk of time that I take to sit there and look at who could play what and and find the scenes and all that. That takes a lot of time to go through. And I find when I'm doing that for myself, I don't have as much... It's harder for yourself, which is why I would feel like if I just said to actors who were coming that week, oh, well, everybody find your own scene. Mm -hmm. People would show up and be like, oh, I didn't pick any. I didn't have time. I couldn't find it. You know what I mean? And it's it's kind of, it's that too. So I'll do it. Usually if I have an audition, I'll bring my audition and I'll do the scene. Mm -hmm. And then from time to time, I'll do a scene. But it it depends too. I don't want to eat up too much time for other people as well. I don't want to. So you know what? Maybe... Once a month, once every two months, I'm doing a scene, but I should do more. Like I, for myself, just you know, I say we should be practicing and keeping I sharp. Curious, I h- should as well. How do you find the scenes for people? Like how do you? Because there's sides that yeah. you can get for an audition. Well, it's just it, it, sometimes I'm transcribing stuff. Sometimes I'm going on Google. Some, I'm just I'm looking everywhere for okay. that stuff. And and then you know when sometimes I'm sitting and I'm watching a scene and I'm like, wow, that's a great scene. Let me take out my my laptop and just put it in final draft and print it out and send yeah. it to people and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. No. What do you like to watch these days?
1: Speaking of that.
2: Well, it's funny. Uh, what do I like to watch?
1: Yeah. What speaks to you as like, like an actor, not just something you like, but what? That's bad
2: because I would say like, I like to watch reality television, but that's like you... the anti, like that's... actors should hate yeah, that. Because yeah. Yeah. That's really surprising. A... You're one of the few that I know that watches that yeah. crap. Well, not all of it, but <laughs> I don't know. I find it interesting. I don't know. TV show. I watch stuff on Netflix. Well, you, but, you I watch Homeland. I, Homeland is a great series I've watched. And talk about acting. Yeah. Is, oh, she's, she's amazing. Claire Danes, have you watched Homeland? I haven't watched oh, it yet. She's brilliant in it. I really she's, want to see she's it. She's amazing, yeah.
1: So do you miss Montreal?
2: I miss part of Yeah, there's, there's definitely certain things I miss. Yeah. Did you have an agent when you I did. I moved had an agent. Here? No, I didn't have an agent when I moved. I had an agent in Montreal. Okay. And then when I came to Toronto, I, I was agent hunting. And I found an agent. And I'm happy with her and it's, it's been good, but it's been a little slow and we discussed it and I have met with her and she says, you know, listen, it it takes time when you're new, it takes a little bit of time. So you got to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. So
1: what's the last thing that you, that you landed, you don't have to say when, but
2: the last thing I land, I did like, um, in Montreal, they're not called TIPs or tips or something in Toronto. They're called tips. Like in Montreal, I think it's a pip or something like that. Mm-hmm one of the, I did that in Montreal in September. So that was the last thing, but it was it was a one day on set. It was an actor thing. So it was good, but
1: uh Oh, are you are you actor? You Yeah, a union? yeah. I'm yeah. A union Great. Union
2: member. That's Hard awesome. Union how how member. is
1: that because I know a lot of people including myself trying to to get
2: Oh, it took forever. It took forever. And in Montreal, that's the other thing that's a, a difference in the, the there's no non-union work. There's some, I mean, but it's tiny like agents it's very rare that agents will have a lot of non union they'll have one or two because everything is union there so they they just push and they say listen you got to get your union so it took a while it took like uh 5 5 years I'd say before I got my my first credit and then when I did I had a good I had a resume that I built up non union work finding it however I did mm-hmm. that uh you know I was ready to join the union and it's been it's been good so yeah But it's not easy. I mean, either you're super lucky and it's like that, you know, flash of good luck for whatever reason, or you really, really, it takes time and you work at it and eventually you get there. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) You will. You've had chances before, too. I've had chances before. I was talked out of it by my
1: former agent. (laughs) It was a bad, I think, a bad move at the time. I think
2: I was, I should have, I should have taken the opportunity. Yeah, Someone's I would say once you have a f- at least a few credits on your resume, yeah, and if you get offered an actual role, mm-hmm. then you should join. If you have nothing on your resume and you get offered it right away, then I could see why they'd say wait and I can do see some that too. Work. But
1: um, and that was what she had told me was you know you you've you need more credits. But at the time I did have a few, and I'm like really well, how many more do I need? Yeah, and she's just like, well, you know, I just I feel like you'd be better to have some more. And then I didn't do it. And then that yeah. was a couple of years ago. So,
2: But there is a good... That's, when I say in Montreal, there's no non-union. There is non-union, but there's no non-union paying. It's very rare you'll find non-union really? paying. Yeah. I mean, you'll get your odd commercial every once in a while where that's like, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever, and that's it. Or You know, you have something really... Once in a blue moon, you'll yeah. find stuff that's, non-paying, uh, that's non-union and paying. But uh, in Toronto, I find there's, there's a fair amount of non-union that pays pretty decently, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, so you're writing as well, though. Yeah, I'm writing as well. Yeah, I read you... one of your scripts. It was one of the, it. No, it was probably the best script I've ever read that's been sent to me by a friend.
2: Oh, that's that's. Uh, it was a really nice. Uh, that's a good compliment. Well, to you're have. really uncomfortable. Uh, well, no, Are all. you Maybe uncomfortable with compliments? Well, no. That well, that a, well I, I don't know. Something you... like that. I don't yeah. know. That's... I am. It's okay.
1: It's it's not. You're in a safe place I mean, right now. <laughs> Of people who are uncomfortable with compliments.
2: So if you are, you can admit it. I don't know. I guess I would never like finish a scene and be like, nailed it, drop Drop the the mic, mic. just be like, (laughs) that's how you do it. You know what I mean? So obviously I, I get that too, because you're always like, well, was it good? But I think when you, you act on professional levels and stuff like that, you have to kind of fake it that, you know, you've done your scene. You're not sure. Let's say if it's good. Don't talk yourself out of a part don't talk yourself and this is you know in slate it's it's no big deal because we're all actors we're sitting around we're fine but if you're in an audition or something you know they're like uh how'd you feel yeah it felt great you know what i mean like don't don't be oh that felt horrible i don't know what i was doing and you know what i mean like yeah if you have to fake it a little bit just have that self-confidence because that's what people are looking for if they're gonna hire you they want i think it's
1: i think there's part of us i know for me that i'm always afraid that that when someone asks me that, especially if it's in an audition, that it's going to be the guy that's its like uh, the guy from Whiplash. <laughs> How did you feel about that? How did you feel about it? I felt good. Really? Because that was shit. <laughs> you know? Throw his cherry. Throw, Throw something yeah. at you. <laughs> like, but that's the thing. I've never met anyone
2: mean yet in this in this industry well maybe they're mean this is the thing is i i I agree i've never gone to an audition and they're like get out but maybe they're i don't i don't want to say mean but they're doing they have a job to fill that too that's the other thing is you know we were just talking about writing right Mm -hmm. so when you're writing a script it's it's very different when you're looking at something from a writer's perspective oh yeah Because then what's amazing is you'll get people reading and this and that. And then, you know, they're talking to you about who you should cast. And you're like, no, no, I know who I should cast. And what's funny, too, is that even at this um, workshop, not workshop, it was like in conversation with one of these casting directors, you know, she said, it's not always the best actor that gets the job, but it is the best person for the job. Because when you're going in, they're looking to fill something, Mm -hmm. the the writer, the director, whatever creative vision that is. So you could come in and you just not that character. You could be the most brilliant actor in the world. Mm-hmm. But if you're not what they're looking for, it, it's probably nine times out of ten not going to work. Yeah. But they'll remember you. They'll say, oh, well, that person was brilliant for that. She, she's wrong for this or he's wrong for that, but they're right for this. And then that suits you in your career and you'll, you'll move forward. But I think as an actor, you know, we're always like, oh, I need to be, and you do, you need to be a great actor. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no room for... For For you know not being good, but you need to understand that you got to leave it in God's hands at a certain point, and you know you do your thing and then you leave and you pack it up and you go home and you can't obsess over it because it could be something as easy as you're too old or too young or your hair's I, too brown or you know what
1: that's a lesson
2: i I had to learn early on, and I think a lot of actors have to learn, and you can't take that to heart i mean it's it's a right. it's a puzzle, and everybody is trying to to fit the pieces together and you're right. a part of that puzzle, and if you fit. That's perfect. But if the edges don't fit this time, they'll fit on another puzzle. And I don't know. I, I I'm looking at it from a very you know, it's putting your eggs in one basket, right? For sure. And you know you know great actors, right? You're you're writing now. You're writing scripts. The best actor can be like, oh, I think I'd be perfect for that part. And you say, listen, I think you're an amazing I, actor. Oh, you're just yeah. not right for that part i've but had that I, nothing happen. against you yeah. where i've had friends of mine
1: oh i gotta play this part yeah like, no you're not
2: even close exactly you know what i mean and it's not even necessarily looks it's just uh, you know it's the fit it just doesn't fit and i oh. mean if you ever heard listen if you ever heard oh we don't want to work with you because you're you're horrible or something you know that would well, be a different, different. Thing. but it's like listen you just don't fit the part that's that's where in the acting business you gotta just say okay well yeah. you know I did my best and that's it and yeah and I move think the on idea to the next that part. that somebody owes you something is no, it's ridiculous is like, nobody yeah, owes
1: anything a lot of people feel that way I find in this industries that
2: that that something is owed to them because they've helped out someone on their thing or did this or whatever. Well, it's and. funny, yeah, because this is one of the only industries. I heard somebody telling a story not long ago how they were on set, and there was this, and I don't know the name of the person, but they said there was this actress who was an older actress, and she'd been, she'd been, you know, uh, leads in certain shows or stuff like that. And she said now she's, she's older, and she was doing a guest spot on something. Mm-hmm. And they said she was just a total nightmare on set. She was really? just, you know, diva, diva behavior. But it's because this is one of the only industries, too, where you could work your whole life. And then you don't, it's not purported, you know, if you're a doctor, every year you're pretty much getting your raise, you're learning more, yeah. you're going to become head doc, you know, if you're, you're in whatever, you're in human resources, you know, you're moving up. In this one, you know, you could slide up and down and, and people could get better at that and it could be hard to take, but. Yeah. You pick this, like, you know, we all pick this business, no one's forcing you to be in it. Your advice is great advice for actors
1: in general. But are you careful like I like when you're when you're talking to other actors
2: or even in social media or anything yeah. like that about This is the thing is I don't like necessarily giving my opinion to unless I'm asked for which is, you know, we're sitting here having a conversation it's it's whatever. But like if somebody comes to let's say slate and they're like, "Oh, I have like, you know, we're not doing a scene that I sent to you. They're like, I have this audition tomorrow. I'm bringing it in I want to practice it." So when they do that, I'll usually Say okay, that was you know I'll, I'll I'll say something you know I'll say okay that was really good or you know if there's something really really obvious maybe I'll say something but I'll say like listen that was really good I mean it's but it's your audition you do it how, like you know do you want do you want any like feet? like do you want us to play with it do you wanna mm-hmm. do you want and they'll be like yeah maybe they'll be no maybe they'll be whatever because it's not up to me to tell you exactly how to do your stuff it's not up to any of us and yeah I I don't like people who would do that to me and they'd be like well you need to do it like this like you know present me what you maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I'm careful, whereas I'll give experience and give advice, but it's not always warranted. And if it's not asked for, I don't know if you need to necessarily. But it's hard. It's like a a double edged sword, right? Because you see people who are either doing things and it's not necessarily a mistake, but, you know, you'll see people, let's say like actors who are beginning out and then they're saying, oh, you know, uh, yeah, I got an agent. And I said, oh, that's great. And then they say. Yeah, it's this agent, and you know they charge me this much per year, and then you hear that, oh. you know, and then you're like, e- you know, that's not really how it's supposed to work, mm-hmm. and you don't want to discourage, you know, they're on a high from getting an agent, and then it's, so it, it's, it's where do you jump in and? You where ever had do you that not? happen
1: to you, where you've been not necessarily just that scenario that you gave, but somebody's taken flat out advantage of you, and and someone had to pull you aside and say, listen,
2: yeah, listen, when I first started acting, well, like I said, seven, eight years ago the first agent I had in Montreal, like an idiot, it was, I went to some agent and, you know, I sent out, I had nothing on my resume. I had nothing anywhere. And then I got this agent. like, oh yeah, yeah, we're going to take you. They have this website. I show up and then it's, you know, it's, it's whatever it was, 200 bucks to, to and it wasn't agents. It was to be on our website and to be, you know, oh, man. so we could print stuff. And, you know, it's, it's always like that. And then you wise up and then live and learn. But when you see new actors who are starting out, who are kind of falling into that, you kind of want to steer them so that they don't make the same mistakes you did, but you don't, you know. That's awful. It's hard. It's hard. What do you do? I mean, if people, if you know, if they don't ask for advice, do you give your advice? Do you tell them? If I really, you know, I feel like this might help their well-being.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, or their confidence or 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 something. Yeah. Then I do feel compelled to say something. I yeah. try to hold my tongue unless I'm asked. Yeah. But if I feel like no, 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 this might help, then I'll do it. But I'm I, I, I I'm not sure that I'm always... That's why I was asking you. I, I'm not always sure I'm giving the right advice. And I guess that when I do give it, I like to make sure, like, no, no, this is... This is what I think they need to hear. Yeah, but well, I always button it with "I could be wrong." Oh, me too.
2: That's that's what I was just about to say. Is whenever somebody, especially when it's in writing, and it's like, but that's just my opinion. That's like the, always the last sentence yeah. is like, "Yeah, but what do I know?" Like you know, that's just yeah. My opinion. You it, know, that's try what and I smooth
1: it over with a. That's my. One that's of those. the other goal too. What do I know? I'm, yeah, but what do I know? I'm doing this. I'm forty. What do I know? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Exactly yeah
2: (laughs) because everybody that's the thing is everybody has an opinion everybody will tell you different things and everybody will try and live your life so just live your own life and do what you're going to do and i don't know make mistakes and i've made those mistakes where you know you you come off either maybe not looking super professional or you know you you've done stuff where if had you only known better you wouldn't have done it but you always come back from it. Can you give an example i'm kind of curious what Uh, what's what's a mistake you've made that you went oh god i will never tell this to anybody that's the one i want to hear you know what the, the, as you're saying it the only thing that could come to my head because we're talking about acting and stuff like that the only thing that comes to my head and this is the craze that i find because like i said with with slate i get a lot is demo reel stuff and i've made this mistake too is the second you shoot anything mm-hmm. you're proud of it you're happy about it maybe you're not happy whatever it is but you're sending it out or you make a demo reel it's better And this is, here's my unsolicited opinion for everybody now. It's better to send nothing when, in terms of demo reel, to have no footage than to show bad footage. Oh, God. That's just, I I mean, I I see it. You know what I mean? So I'm, I have, you know, uh, I don't know, I have an idea of what what you could do in this and that. But when you send something that's not, and it's not acting, it's not, I'm not talking about your acting ability, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a, a, a production. Or or if it's filmed on an iPhone or it's filmed and it just and or the writing is horrible or what I see that and that that reflects on you and it reflects poorly on you. And and I'm guilty of it. I've done it too. When I started out, I had a demo reel of all stuff that was, you know, probably hurting me when I was sending it to people where they're like, Oh, maybe I'll see him for an audition and then they see that and they say, Oh no, not ready. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. that's maybe a mistake. Well,
1: because the stuff you do for Slate, the, the tapes that yeah. you send to everybody, they're pretty good quality
2: stuff. Oh, they're in HD. But that's the thing, too. is, I, and, and this is what people will ask. They'll say, you know, I'm, I want to make a demo reel. My my advice, and, and I've had actors who will ask me, say, what do you think? I think it's always better if they're coming to Slate to send, and they want to get an agent, mm-hmm. is send the a scene, send two scenes, mm-hmm. but just send them as, don't say, this is my demo reel, edit it together, put in your music, your name, this, and that. Like, just send it and just say, these are two scenes I've done in class or I've done whatever I self-tape for. You know, uh, this is the, the projects I've been a part of. And that's it. Because, you know, if you're presenting material as your demo material, that's supposed to be produced and it's supposed to be of a certain quality. Mm-hmm. So it's better to just send, you know, this is my, my what I'm doing in class kind of thing. Because then it doesn't put that perspective of, well, Oh, you're, you're, you think, like, you know what I mean? Like, everything you have shoot is necessarily what should be on a demo reel. And I, I just find it's better to show nothing than to show something that might put you in a bad light. Or just not, not a, just look unprofessional, let's say. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Yeah. It's, you, want, you want to look halfway decent, at yeah. least. Yeah, and there's, sometimes they're amazing actors. So that's why I know it'll yeah. kind of work against them. I say, listen, you, you're, you're great, and you could do amazing stuff. So let's make sure we keep the opinion of those people. That you could do great and amazing stuff mm-hmm. because it could change on a dime, you know. It's. Do you ever think about moving south to the states? Do you think that's
1: in your future? Uh,
2: I've had friends who've done it, actors who I've worked with, who I've kept in touch with, and they've moved to the states. But it's—I I don't know. I don't think it would ever necessarily. It would. It wouldn't be in my immediate future. That's for sure. Yeah. Because it's. It is. It's so difficult. Like I said, it, it's difficult. You know, coming from Montreal to Toronto. You know, you're starting out new, you're, you're a small fish in a big pond. It's one million times that in L.A. And I know the actors, who great actors who have gone and it's been stagnant and it's been almost impossible to get seen for stuff. Yeah. So it's really difficult. But I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, if, like I said, the, that's the other thing about giving advice, right? If, if that's what you want to do, you want to live in L.A., you want to be near there. Go for it. You know, it could yeah. work. Is that what you want to do though? I mean, is that mm, no, I don't you'd think you'd like to stay here? I'm 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 happy here. Yeah. I'm good here. You? Would you ever Oh yeah, I'd go. I'd go. If asked, but would you go just would you pack up everything and leave yourself? Or if you had a you know an opportunity. It's, it's I'd been go. on my mind. Yeah.
1: It's been on my mind. I just feel there's more opportunity there and I just feel like I feel like in Canada we play it safe. We
2: really play it safe up here. That's the other thing, too, is you see when the roadblocks to making stuff in Canada, too, that's is that the they want, it has to be, you know, the story of a, a boy growing up in Saskatchewan. Or so, you right. know, it has to be, they just want it to focus on... They want it to be Canadian. They want it to be 100% Canadian, you know. And, and I
1: get that you want... To you showcase want, your country, but... Sure, Let's absolutely. make good stuff,
2: and then eventually it'll get... How about good yeah. first,
1: then Canadian showcase, second? Yeah. Because that's what I feel like this stuff in the States is, yeah. is good first american second yeah. you know um i'm uh i'm i'm glad you're doing what you're doing and and for the acting community i think that's amazing
2: it's, it's class it's been really enjoyable we have one tonight so it's it's always even when i'm a little tired and i'm a little like oh you know and then you go there and you leave and i just feel so energized yeah it's like oh it's you just feed off all those it's great people creating and acting and and just you know, putting a bunch of actors in one room is fun anyway. So, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's great.
1: I so feel like we should things? all have
2: like Thanksgiving dinners together now. <laughs> wow. <Well>, it <laughs> would be like interesting. That. No, the best part for me is like when I get there early, I'm like, so what's been new? You auditioning? How you been? What's, you know, and you just sit down and you take maybe, you know, 20 minutes to just see how everybody's doing and yeah. talk to the actors. And I don't know. That's awesome.
1: Is there anything else we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about? I, don't I never know. really ask that, but I'm kind of curious because I feel like. I feel mm. like the wheels are turning behind sort of my make, Yeah, you, you always have that look. Oh, that's you do. Good. You that always mysterious. have that look like you've, yeah, you've always mysterious. got something going on. Like you're always thinking something.
2: Well, that's a good look to have because it's empty. It's really, it's it's, <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing going on behind these eyes. It's just Vacant. Complete. It's just a void. <laughs> Thank God I don't have that it's vacant just a void. look where it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing going on. No, I don't know. I, I mean, I think we've talked about a fair amount of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I just want to thank you
1: well, why for I didn't having me. Anything.
2: Oh, I think I it just was want great. to say I'm proud of you, Will. No Oh, <laughs> you bastard. That's gonna how you want to end out this. There. I'm proud of you. No, <laughs> I'm not proud of you, Will. Oh no.
1: Okay, now you sound more real. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. I no appreciate problem. it. And it's I look forward pleasure. to seeing you at the next slate class. And yes, And more importantly, on, on your next project.
2: Yes. All right. All right. Thank you, buddy. Thank you.
1: All right, that was Michael Mass, talented man, generous man, doing great things for the acting community. If you want to find out more about his Slate class, you can check it out on Facebook by searching Slate Studio. You can also find him on Twitter, at Slate Studio T.O. Don't forget to check out the website for this show, which is doingitpod.com, and finding it on Twitter, at doingitpod. Coming up on the show next week, oh, it's a good show. It's a very special show to me. I get to speak with someone I've known for a few years, She's a very, very talented singer, songwriter, and I got to be in one of her music videos a few years ago. Miss Emma Lee will be on the show. It's a great interview. I'm so excited for that. Check that out. Here's a clip. So how long have you been playing music then? Because it's been a while.
2: Well, I've been singing my whole life Ever since I was a young girl And at age 14 My daddy taught me how to play guitar. Oh,
1: that's cool. So when you learned to play guitar, did you know how to sing as well, or did you have to learn that separately?
2: I was already singing when I played guitar, and I just put those two things together.
1: Mm. Oh, hang on a second. I'm just getting a phone Mm. call. Hang on one sec. Hello? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, we ordered that pizza 20 minutes ago. they screwed up the order hang on so uh, yeah I wanted pepperoni and cheese sorry what did you want again you wanted
2: I wanted olives mushrooms and red peppers okay
1: she wanted olives muffins and green peppers was that it red peppers red peppers okay alright yeah thanks it'll be here in 20 minutes great okay so check back next Monday for Emily and until then remember life doesn't happen to you life happens through you And have a great week, everybody.